Welcome back to another episode of the Waybreak Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Kelly, and I'm the founder of Waybreak. I help Shopify stores maximize their email marketing revenue. If your email marketing isn't cutting it and you want more repeat purchases and higher email revenue, listen to this. We've created a system that consistently grows Shopify stores by 20 to 30% or more using email. If you want to learn more about this system, go to wavebreak.co and request a free consultation. And we'll talk about how to apply this system to your business. Now on the podcast today, I've got Tamara Main, founder and designer at Brooklyn Candle Studio. And what's interesting about Brooklyn Candle Studio is that they sell candles online. And specifically today, we're going to be diving into the power of great branding and images, as well as how to write captivating product descriptions. So when you think about how people typically buy candles, normally you would walk into a store, you would smell the candle and say, oh, I like the smell. And then you would buy it and you would use it. Well, Tamara sells her candles online. And to get someone to buy a candle when they can't smell it is something that's pretty difficult, but she's mastered writing captivating product descriptions. So she's going to share her secrets there and how she sells, how she's able to sell these candles and sell lots of them without having to have people actually smell them. So it doesn't matter what you sell, a captivating product description uh, will increase your conversion rate and help you sell more of your products. So without further ado, thank you so much for coming on the show, Tamara. Thank you for having me, Dylan. So to just get started, can you give the listeners a little bit of a background and like what exactly Brooklyn Candle Studio is and what you do there? Uh, Brooklyn Candle Studio is a um, boutique manufacturer and design house of um, botanical candles. We use natural ingredients um, and we have a minimalist aesthetic um, and we're based out of Brooklyn, New York. Awesome. Yeah, definitely a great aesthetic going on. The minimal, I mean, if you go to her website, brooklyncandlestudio.com, it looks awesome. Um, can you give us a little bit more of a background? Like, when did you start the company and, like, how did this this business come about? I started the company in 2013. Um, I had never made candles before um, 2012 when I started making them. I picked up a kit at a Michael's um, with the intention to just kind of make candles for my family. Uh, I thought it would be fun to kind of try it out. Um, and it was, you know, I never imagined it would become what it's become. Uh, but yeah, so over, over nine months, I, I got really obsessed with kind of learning about, um, you know, the blending of fragrances, uh, and essential oils, um, using natural ingredients, uh, like soy wax and, um, really trying to perfect the art and science of candle making. Um, and before I started the company, I was a graphic designer and art director. Um, and so I designed these labels um, and put up a shop on Etsy in 2013. And kind of just for fun, um, you know, wrote some copy, took some pictures and kind of wanted to test it out. Like, how are are people really going to buy candles online? Uh, I don't know. You can't really smell them. So I thought it was kind of funny at the beginning. Um, and then Etsy actually featured uh, my shop, um, or one of my products on a newsletter, which goes out to you know, thousands or millions of people. I don't know how many at the time. Um, 
and the orders just like went crazy. And I was working full time at at the time um, as an art director, and I had to come home and make candles every day during the holiday season, like until two in the morning um, to fill these orders, and it's very stressful. Um, so I was making them out of my apartment, and um, yeah, so that's kind of how I got started. Um, and when I realized that there was really something there, I started to aggressively pursue it. Um, you know, as a business, I always wanted to own my own business. I, I, and initially thought it would be like a graphic design studio. Um, but you know, this is great. And now we're in over 400 or maybe 500 now stores around the world. That's awesome. 500. That's a lot. Yeah. We're in a lot of stores now. We just, it just jumped about a hundred cause we just got into J crew. Um, nice. we're in, I think a little bit over a hundred of their retail stores, which is very exciting. Wow. So you started out just on Etsy making candles. Actually, no, before that, you were just making candles for fun for yeah. your family. Yeah. And now you're in 500 stores. <laughs> That's I crazy. I have a big job. That was about, you know, five years ago or a little bit less than five years ago. Um, so it's really it's been a real journey um, from the very beginning. So um it's a lot of fun. And so what I do with Brooklyn Candle Studio now, um, my role has kind of changed from wearing all the hats to thankfully now just wearing a few hats. Um, I've hired uh, really talented people for most of, you know, the roles of the studio. Um, so I am in charge of kind of overseeing. I do. I still do all the design and the creative direction, photography, styling, branding, um, all the marketing for the most part, um, you know, any newsletters, I design them, um, our website, um, you know, I design and code, uh, that and, um, all the business development. So I oversee our kind of expenses. Um, I'm working on PR right now. Um, so kind of a lot of really high level stuff I do. Um, and I have an operations manager. She's amazing. Um, she works out of the studio. I work from home. Um, I go to the studio maybe once a week or once every two weeks, um, to see how things are going or to review samples or, um, review, you know, fragrances. Um, and yeah, I have a great team at the studio and I kind of work from afar with my one year old. Um, now you're doing the fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, I can't say it's easy, uh, but it's definitely very fulfilling um, to be able to be home with him. That's great. That's cool. And so one thing that you kind of touched on is that y you do all the marketing and now you've got a beautiful website and, and beautiful marketing and, and great looking products. Is that just because you have a design background or, or how has like good design made an impact on your business? Um, I think it's everything, honestly. Um, obviously, with candles, scents are very important, and I think that's a huge part of it as well. Um, but, you know, when you are operating from very much um, an online e-commerce perspective, I think it is very, it's very important to kind of have striking visuals and uh, look very professional. And, you know, I think when you have really great uh, typography and photography and stuff that makes people feel uh, emotion and feel connection to your product and kind of through visual makes them be able to kind of imagine 
um, the smells and the experience of our candles is, is very important. So I kind of wanted to capture that through uh, typography, through, um, you know, all of this negative space that I like to use um, in my design, just with the packaging, with the website, with kind of everything that I do. I think it kind of creates this airy, ethereal feel um, and really kind of speaks to the natural um, aspect of our candles. And, you know, it, it kind of, candles are supposed to bring peace and calmness. And I wanted to bring that into the aesthetic um, of our, of our marketing um, and of our entire brand. What's interesting about candles is you said this already, but you can't smell it through a computer screen. Right. <laughs> I mean, that would be really cool if you could, but... No, it's going to be <laughs> next-level stuff when, yeah. when that happens, if that ever happens. How do you convince these people to, to buy a candle without smelling it? Um, it's, it's actually really, you know, it's really uh, an art that I've uh, discovered. So a lot of it is not only with visuals, but with um, copy. So, um, you know, I kind of, with words like to, um, you know, as any great, I'm not, I'm not calling myself a great, great writer, but as you know, if you've read a great book, like you feel like you're there, you feel like you are in the experience that the author is describing. Um, and my goal with our copywriting is to, you know, take that smell that I'm smelling and make the person who's reading the description, um, be able to imagine it and to, you know, kind of imagine what that smells like and what the experience is like. Um, and from the very beginning, I think that's kind of been a big thing of what people got excited about is not only do they see these candles that will look really great in their space, but they're imagining this scent, like that's very transportive. Um, you know, especially with our escapist collection, um, that we just released, um, which is based off of travels that I've taken that memories, um, of places that I've been to that I've loved, um, to kind of be able to transport people, not only to the scent of the candle, but the place that I visited. Um, so that's really huge. Um, and I think also having really beautiful photography, um, photographing um, candles in a space where someone can imagine it kind of on their nightstand or on their coffee table or kind of in a vignette on their bookshelf um, is important, too. So I think it makes people, um, you know, want that in their home, and want that really kind of as a statement piece in their space. Yeah, I think good product photos go a long way. There's so many times where I've bought a pair of shoes or clothes just because of the way they look on like yes. the model or in the picture. Yeah. But they could be great looking shoes, but just a bad picture and I won't buy it. Right. I mean, I think that's the number one important thing. Plus, you know, we are in kind of this very, in this sharing society with social media, um, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, um, you know, so you you don't just have a product photo on your website like this product photo goes everywhere um or, or has the potential to go everywhere so um you know i think it's very important to have really amazing photography not just product photos but lifestyle photography or style photography 
Um, so that's kind of my been my focus um, is ramping that up for us and really trying to capture our brand um, in images. Yeah, I think that's you look at brands like Movement Watches who. They just slap their watch on tons of influencers who are going to these awesome places and traveling around. And you want the watch because you want it to, you, it's like you want to take the same picture. And now that's, that's been one of the core things that's helped them scale to like, I think they're in nine figures in revenue now, like over a hundred million in sales or they're going to do this year or something crazy like that. Um, so I think good imagery does go a long way for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Um, that's one thing that we are starting to do, um, is work with more influencers. Um, it's not something I feel like when I was younger, I understood the space more, but now that I'm number one, a mom and number two, like going into my mid thirties, I'm not really in touch with that world as much anymore. So, you know, we have a firm, a PR firm that's working on that with us, um, kind of helping me out, um, finding people that really could be great brand ambassadors and that really work with our aesthetic and our ethos. That's, that's cool. I like it. Um, I want to jump back a little to the copywriting and you said, um, like I'm, I'm looking at one of your products now. This is the pumpkin harvest gold travel candle. And the description is like pumpkin spice and everything nice infused with natural cinnamon, clove, and ginger essential oils. Get in the spirit of autumn and celebrate all things pumpkin with us. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know why I still have that up right now. <laughs> that's actually, it's spring, that's actually, but yeah, no. it's funny because I want to smell this now. Like, I, like, it's not even that I smell it and I like it and I want to smell more of it. Part of me wants to just buy it so I can smell it because like, <laughs> oh, I want to smell autumn. Like, even though it's spring, it's like, oh, I kind of miss the smell of pumpkin. Like, I could drink some <laughs> apple cider and... Yeah, light this candle. It works yeah. though. It really works. Um, I wrote. I wrote that. You know, obviously, when we released it in the fall, um, we're actually redoing that scent. We're making a toasted pumpkin right now for the fall. Oh, that's sounds amazing. Yeah, so we're really excited about that. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to sound festive and fun, and you know, during the fall and the holidays, people are gathering a lot. There are a lot of kind of cozy get-togethers. It's all about friends and family. Um, and that's kind of the feeling I wanted to, um, you know, give out is, is for people to think about, um, you know, the festive nature of the holiday season. Yeah, I think it's easy to like short sell yourself and say, oh, I'm just selling a candle or I'm just selling a piece of jewelry. Um, but to the person who is going to buy that and use it every day, they might that jewelry might mean something totally different or that candle might mean something totally different yeah. to them. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting to me because candles are, they're so subjective, um, not just candles, but scents, um, and they can mean different things to different people. Um, but, you know, it's, it's kind of cliche to say, but for me, it's not just a candle, like for for me, it's a memory. It's a an atmosphere. It's kind of a total, like a full sensory experience because you're burning something and it kind of creates that amazing ambiance. And then you have this kind of amazing scent kind of wafting through the air um, and creating this. And I, I've studied a lot of aromatherapy and the different effects of certain essential oils, especially lavender. It's, it's super calming and it makes you feel like, 
you know, you can actually slow down for a minute, which is important for us entrepreneurs because we're just <laughs> totally on the ball 24 hours a day. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Um, but I feel like, you know, if you're, if you're all, all you have is copy and an image, you need to work that to your advantage as much as possible. You know, you, need to really kind of you know own that space and make it as beautiful as, as you can um and you know make people kind of relate to it and bring people in um with those are your tools you know your images and your words mm -hmm. your product description could easily be like burn time approximately 28 hours per candle jar height 1.75 inches <laughs> you know like so many product descriptions are like that yeah, because people are either are not talented or not, I mean, are not really, don't really want to put the effort into the writing or just don't think it matters um, or have too many products and just don't have time. But whenever I release a new product, I, you know, have to sit down with a glass of wine, you know, at a certain time, usually like at 2 a.m., you know, when... <laughs> asleep mm -hmm. and I have to kind of get into this zone and write this copy um so I'll usually spend like an hour or two on each description just a couple of sentences but um you know just like making sure it really kind of is very emotive and will make you feel something yeah and I'm sure it has an impact on your business if you were to test it yeah for sure um I haven't really tested it but um for, it's always very, you know, relative to me. And I have a, I, what my account manager now, um, who uh, studied creative writing, she does a lot of my proofreading. So because sometimes if you're, you know, drinking wine and writing things at two in the morning, <laughs> always come out in the that's end. Great. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna get more more eyes on it. Where did you learn copywriting? Do you have any like formulas or tips besides drinking more wine for writing <laughs> a captivating product description? Um, no, I mean, I didn't study writing. I did take a lot of um, literature classes in, in college. Um, I mean, I've always just been a, a very avid reader um, and have really loved writing since I was a little kid. So, um, you know, I think that combined really kind of, you know, makes you better at copywriting. Um, I did some of it when I was working as an art director just because I was working on a blog for the brand I was working on. Um, and, you know, we didn't have, you know, enough money to hire a copywriter. So I just wrote the copy, but people loved it. Um, so I, yeah, I didn't study it anywhere really. It's just kind of something that I guess comes naturally now, but it's not something I was born with. I think it just comes from a, a ton of reading. Yeah. Just, all the time. And writing too. Right. Like, I mean, you think about a normal author, they don't just write their first book and it blows up. Like they've been writing every day since like second grade or something crazy. Um, every little thing matters. Right. I think, you know, all these things, um, it, it's not really something you learn overnight. It's kind of something that, is hopefully within you. So I feel like if people, you know, want great copy and aren't writers or haven't been reading and writing their whole lives or aren't really passionate about that, like hire someone, 
you know, there are really amazing copywriters out there um, that could do your product justice. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can hire someone, or you can just like start out and just keep trying and practicing. Like, it's not going to be great the first time, but Ira Glass calls this the gap that creative people have. They want it to be so good, and they like have an idea of like how good it could be, but they just don't have like they haven't put in the work yet for it to be that good. Yeah, it's definitely you have to write and write, rewrite. Um, I don't have a formula per se. Um, I usually, I mean, I kind of have one. I, I like to kind of mix, um, you know, emotive phrases with facts. Um, you know, what the candle contains, um, which essential oils um, are infused, and um, so I have a lot of words that kind of help me. Um, a lot of uh, words relating to fragrances. So when I, I usually have them in front of me, like uh, opulent. Uh, seductive, delicate, um, zesty, uh, rich, bright. So I have all these very kind of descriptive words. Um, and then usually I'll try to incorporate some or they'll remind me of other words. And that helps me um, a bit come up with something. Um, but usually I like to do a lot of uh, analogies um, or metaphors just to kind of bring people in and have them be able to relate to this, the description, um, you know, cause if no one's ever really been to, uh, you know, we have a candle called Maui. Um, no one's ever really been to Maui. Um, you know, I talk about the secret beach, um, sea salt, sea moss, driftwood, and a lot of people have smelled those things or have been to a beach. <laughs> so they, yeah, even if they haven't been to Maui, they've been to a beach, they can imagine what it was. Yeah, that's cool because like you're not just saying here's what the product is. You're kind of saying here's what the product can do for you. Here's the experience. Here's the value of the product instead of here's a candle. No, here's what the candle will make you feel. Right. Um, I think that's very important. Is kind of evoking the feeling um, of the product. Um, you know, and if. If I were selling clothes, I would be like, I don't know what I would say. This, this is going to make you feel super skinny. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, you know, yeah, I think this dress to, will get you lots of compliments. Yeah, I think you really have to uh, hone in on the value of what you're doing and really kind of highlight that. You're in a super crowded market. Do you think your branding helps you stand out? Uh, yes. Uh, yes, for sure. Um, it's definitely a very crowded market. There's a lot of what I guess what designers would call horsey products out there. Um, Yankee you know, candle. <laughs> <laughs> name any names. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's like not a lot of really well-designed candles at an affordable price point. Um, uh, there's a lot of really well-designed candles that are like $80. Um, wow. For a candle, I'm not in a, I'm not a candle target customer, but <laughs> Yeah, candle people will tell you, um, you know, there are a lot of brands that are that make really amazing scents, but you know, they're like $80, $90. I mean, there are these candles that are $400. One of our stockists actually sells them and our candles, which is so funny, because they're just so different as far as price point goes. Um, so I think that the fact that we offer candles that are really kind of well designed, um, 
and look very upscale, but they are at a, an affordable price point and we make them with, um, you know, natural ingredients. We use 100% soy wax. Yeah, I think the fact that, you know, every candle is made with care and precision, that we're ma they're made with natural ingredients, um, you know, they're... You can you know that they are free of phthalates um, and things that people are kind of worried about in fragrances. Um, I think that is huge, but I think that one of the bigger selling points is number one, the scent. Um, you know, I I don't like to do scents that are like cotton candy or like um, you know buttered popcorn. I I like to kind of focus on botanical scents. Um, scents that come from nature, from fruit, or from flowers, or, you know, different types of trees, or, um, you know, kind of very natural elements. Um, so we just focus on botanical scents, and they are also, you know, well-designed. They, they evoke kind of very luxurious feeling, but they are at, a, at an, affor an affordable price point. Yeah, you, it sounds like you fill a like gap in the market. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there are a few candle um, companies that kind of are in our space um, that make really beautiful work, and I I know the owners. I've met them at trade shows, um, and they're really wonderful people. Um, but you know, we all have our own aesthetic. You know, our aesthetic is very uh, Scandinavian inspired, um, and kind of drawing back to some vintage styles um and you know others are a little bit different but i think that i mean i think that having a well-designed product is is very important and, and to really think about the scent and does this smell good like we our process to go to develop a new scent is like months and months long um because we're going back and forth with the perfumer um just for months on end. And then the design process also takes me a while because I just am very indecisive. <laughs> so I have a hard time deciding on, on a design that we're going to make like 3000 candles of. Yeah, that's, that's, that's real impressive. Like, I like how you, I mean, you obviously put a lot of thought into your products and your marketing, which I think is like the, I don't know. I think that's a great combination to build a powerful brand in a successful company. As we wrap up here, you're 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 bringing on a team now. Um, you're focusing more on the marketing aspects. Like, what else is next for Brooklyn Candle Studio, and and how are you going to get there? For me, I kind of do things on a day to day basis. You know, I there's this whole one thing philosophy for successful people that you do kind of one thing at a time. So, um, you know, I feel like. I just want to keep elevating, um, really keep putting out really amazing scents um, that make people happy. Um, I, you know, I don't really have this vision of us being this like giant behemoth um, of a company. Uh, you know, I don't think that's really necessary. I think, I think that we focus on the product. We focus on making really great products. Um, and we grow as, you know, naturally as we can. I'm not trying to scale, you know, super quickly or anything like that. I think that you, at a certain point, you kind of lose touch with your product. And I think 
it's just for us, it's just making the best quality product that we can. Um, working on great collaborations with other artists. Um, I want to do more collaborations with uh, ceramicists. Um, we did one with a friend of mine this past holiday season. She made these really amazing vessels, um, and we poured some great scents into them. Um, people really love them, and so kind of doing that, more of that, and... Um, I think more exposure of our brand. A lot of people still haven't discovered us that, you know, are candle lovers. Um, so to have kind of have more people know about us and our products um, would be awesome. And then, you know, whatever comes with that, you know, additional stores and accounts and customers, that's kind of just a bonus. Um, I think right now we're in a great place. And, you know, I just want to kind of keep doing it. I like it. Focus. You're focused. <laughs> That's awesome. Before we sign off, where can we go to learn more about you and your company? You can go to our website, brooklyncandlestudio.com. Um, we're in you know, over four, 500 stores around the world. So we have a stockist page. If you wanted to go smell our candles in person, um, you just type in your zip code and then it'll show you the stockists that are closest to you. Um, we are, I believe now, are going to be in J. Crew stores kind of around the country. Um, we're in Urban Outfitters online. Um, and we're, yeah, in a, a, a bunch of really small independent boutiques, which we love. Um, that's kind of our ethos. And we, they support, you know, our small business, which is wonderful. So we like to support them. So I would say stop by one of our stockists and, and check our stuff out in person. Boom. Awesome. If you're if your office smells bad or, or you need to spice up your desk, <laughs> head over to BrooklynCandlestudio.com. Thanks so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you. That wraps up this episode. If your email marketing is stuck, head over to wavebreak.co to learn more about improving your email marketing. That's wavebreak.co. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I hope you got something valuable out of it. Subscribe to get notified when new episodes drop. And if you want to work with me, head over to wavebreak.co to learn more. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next week.